Hello, friends. Welcome to Story Behind Podcast. This is the show for people who love hearing a good story and who believe the world could use more positivity. We're the team behind God Updates and God Too, and we hope these weekly short stories will brighten your day. Hi, friends. Today we have a treat for you here on Story Behind Podcast. We're going to be sharing a collection of three inspiring stories from the quarantine time here. These are all stories that are going to be read by me, Stacey Marshall, and they're all written by Mel Johnson. Senior citizen starts putting groceries back when he can't pay, but teen cashier stops him. When an elderly man couldn't pay for his groceries, a teen cashier named Elizabeth Taylor stepped in to cover the bill. And her act of kindness is restoring faith in the younger generation. When Lane McKeel of Tennessee received his disability check, he decided it was time to stock up on groceries. With the coronavirus pandemic sweeping the nation, the elderly man wasn't able to get out much. But when Lane got to the grocery store, he just missed the senior discount hours. And at the register, the man realized he didn't have enough money on hand to pay for his groceries. When they said it was $173, I said, oh no, Lane recalls. I pulled my wallet out and I only had $140. Since he didn't have enough money, Lane McKeel started putting items back. But that's when teen cashier Elizabeth Taylor stopped him. At just 17 years old, Elizabeth did what so many others wouldn't. She told Lane to put the items back into his cart. She was going to pay for his groceries. I'll put some stuff back, Lane recalls telling the teen cashier. And the young lady said, no, don't worry about it. It's paid for. The sweet girl decided she was going to pay for all the man's groceries. She'd seen the impact the COVID-19 pandemic is having on people, especially senior citizens. We've seen a lot of older people and they're trying to buy groceries, and a lot of places have run out of stuff, Elizabeth explained. And so the older people are kind of taking the downfall for that. I just try to give back when I can. Don't you know her parents are proud? The teen cashier paying for groceries is an inspiration for us all. But her act of kindness had an especially huge impact on Lane McKeel. She's just a little angel is what she is, he gushed. You know, just the light of day. These are certainly scary times, but kindness like that shown by the teen cashier is a reminder that each one of us can be a light in the darkness. And the light goes on shining in the dark. It is not overcome by the dark. John 1, 5. Her heart stopped, kidneys failed, and brain was dead, but the miracle woman awoke. Even after Carla Taylor Bowman's body completely shut down while spending 21 days in a coma, the miracle woman defied all odds and beat the coronavirus. After contracting COVID-19, Carla Taylor Bowman spent close to two months in the hospital, including her 50th birthday, fighting for her life. Doctors told her husband to say goodbye. But Carla's family never gave up hope and put their trust in the Lord. 
and despite her grim prognosis, the miracle woman recovered and beat the coronavirus. When COVID-19 hit Carla, it hit swiftly and hard. She went from having the sniffles to having a high fever and extremely difficult time breathing. No sooner than she got to the hospital, the doctors hooked her up to a ventilator and put her into a medically induced coma. Because of the restrictions due to the pandemic, Carla's husband, Javon Bowman, couldn't even be by her side. But he still talked to her as much as possible through an iPad. Hey, baby, it's me. I miss you. I love you. I'm praying for you, he would tell her. But at that time, the miracle woman was completely unresponsive. Carla's doctors feared the worst, saying she was as close to brain dead as you could be without actually being brain dead. Her doctors at Vista were more or less telling me to brace for her passing, Javon recalled. But they kept praying. Carla spent 21 days in a coma. During that time, things kept looking worse and worse. The doctors feared she had brain damage. Her kidneys stopped working, her body started shutting down, and her heartbeat became erratic. Doctors said we had to let her go because her brain was dead, said Carla's stepfather. We just kept the faith that a miracle could happen, and on the sixth day, she started waking up. Hey, listeners. I want to ask you a question. Do you feel like your prayer life is stagnant or stale? Do you desire to make prayer a part of your everyday life? If you answered yes to either of those questions, then we've got a podcast for you. It's called Teach Us to Pray. The Teach Us to Pray podcast, hosted by Christina Patterson, walks you through simple, effective steps to grow the spiritual discipline of prayer in your life. When we grow in prayer, we grow closer to God. You can find the Teach Us to Pray podcast at lifeaudio.com or in your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Despite all the odds and struggles, the miracle woman didn't die. In fact, she started getting better. Carla's breathing improved to the point where doctors took her off the ventilator. And she not only woke up, but completely recovered too. It was an incredibly joyous and emotional moment for her family after being told to expect the worst. I almost lost her, said her tearful husband, Javon. I still have her by the grace of God. Carla's kidneys are fully functional again. She needs some physical therapy for some muscle weakness after spending nearly two months in a hospital bed, but otherwise she's fully healed and in some cases even better. Though doctors feared brain damage, Carla is vividly recovering long-lost memories from her childhood. My brain is working better than ever. I feel almost like somebody went inside my body and reprogrammed everything brand new, she says. Excellent medical care certainly played a role in her healing. But Carla knows the great physician is ultimately to thank. Doctors pronounced me dead, she said. The miracle woman goes on to explain. My heart stopped. My kidneys failed. My whole body just shut down. And yet, here I am. To me, it's a miracle. That's why the family wants to share this miracle woman's story. Even when things looked bleakest, her family kept praying and trusting in God. Don't lose your faith. Keep believing, Carla's stepfather shared. Miracles happen 
my stepdaughter is a miracle. And after her ordeal, the miracle woman shares a similar message with everyone. God is very powerful. He creates miracles, and I am a testimony of that. Family Band accidentally goes viral and may just be one of the best things to come out of quarantine. The Family Band, Colt Clark and the Quarantine Kids, never expected to go viral. But their upbeat tunes are bringing joy to the world when we need it most. And the inspiring short story behind their accidental fame is truly incredible. When the coronavirus pandemic hit, it impacted all of us in so many different ways. But for Colt Clark, a musician and family man from Tampa, Florida, it created a unique opportunity with his kids. And the stunning result from the time during quarantine is the family band now known as Colt Clark and the Quarantine Kids. As a professional musician, shelter-at-home orders during COVID-19 health crisis meant Colt Clark was out of work. And it could have been a terrible blow. But the father of three found a special way to make the most out of the situation, starting a family band. With the whole family at home, Colt had more time to help his kids develop their own musical talents. I wanted to show the progress the kids are making and show them we can still have fun during these weird, strange times, he said. The dad taught his kids songs, and they began performing them together. Meanwhile, Colt's wife, Aubrey Clark, used her skills as a professional photographer to tape their jam sessions. She started uploading the family band performances to social media so her relatives could enjoy them. The kids never got tired of it, which was just amazing to me, Colt Clark said. I would wake up in the morning and think some of the songs and start playing and and they would want to join in. But to the Clark family's surprise, the music videos reached far more people than just their own extended family. Before Colt or Aubrey realized what was happening, the videos started drawing thousands of views. We had no idea anyone would see these other than just our friends and family, Colt explained. This beautiful family was giving the world a much-needed dose of joy with their upbeat music. And as a result, they ended up going viral. The family band took on the clever name, Colt Clark and the Quarantine Kids, while Dad plays the guitar and sings lead vocals. His three kids, Cash, Beckett, and Bellamy, joined him. At 10, Cash is the oldest and plays the guitar like his dad, as well as the bass and some percussion. Eight-year-old Beckett primarily acts as the drummer, and little Bellamy, the only girl and youngest child who recently turned six, injects her own special brand of sass, enthusiastic dance moves, and backup vocals as needed. Colt Clark Family Band has their very own YouTube channel, Colt Clark and the Quarantine Kids, where they upload new videos regularly. Each member is truly talented, and watching them perform together as a family is such a blessing. People were posting our videos just so people would get happy, Colt Clark said. Everyone kept saying, you just don't know how much joy this brings us. As folks from all over the world took notice of the Colt Clark family band, so did celebrities. Mickey Dolenz, singer and drummer for the popular 60s band The Monkees, sent the family a care package and is eagerly waiting to meet up with them in person 
once the quarantine pandemic dies down. And TV host Ellen DeGeneres used the video conferencing program Zoom to interview the family band for her show. During their appearance, Ellen presented the family with a gift of $20,000, a true blessing while Colt is out of work. Thank you so much for listening to Story Behind Podcast. We're really glad you joined us for this week's story. To see photos and videos that may have been referenced in this episode, check out the links in the show notes. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, subscribe to our podcast and please tell a friend about us. We'd also love it if you'd rate us and leave us a review. It really does help more people find us. This episode was produced and edited by Stacy Marshall. Story Behind is a Salem Web Network production. I found myself on a ledge, three stories high, at some condominiums, contemplating my life and struggling to understand my purpose. Have you ever found yourself on the ledge? My name is Billy Yates. I'm a caring father, mentor, and friend. In my new podcast, Billy and the Goat, I share the life-changing events that shaped who I am today to remind you that no matter how far you've fallen, God can help you get up and thrive. Listen now at lifeaudio.com.